Here we are. 600 episodes completed. A pretty big milestone. And it coincides almost with the end of this pandemic year. And I've taken my time to really think about this episode and what I want to bring to you today. Usually at the 100 mark, I reflect on the previous 100 episodes. And I want to do the same thing today, but it will look a little bit different because I want to invite you to reflect together with me. Welcome back to Quest for You. It has taken me a while to get to 600, mostly because I've dragged my feet. I've sat here at my desk where I sit now many times, intending to record and then instead doing something different. But before I start down the self-deprecating trail that maybe you also find yourself on, I'm stopping short and I think we're going to do something different today. There is no denying. I have not felt so unproductive since I started my podcast in 2017. And this wasn't just a feeling. I was definitely not productive, at least not with this podcast. And I never lacked motivation for more than a day until this year. When I sat down to write episodes, but only kept looking at a blank white screen and eventually ended up on Amazon or on some other website, I also never slept as much in a year as this year. Well, maybe as a baby, but not as a grown-up. And I've always dreaded Mondays, ever since I was in kindergarten. Until this year, when I realized that if a certain task, like laundry, didn't get done over the weekend, hey, I can just do it on Monday, while I work. All the days just kind of blend together. And I know from listening to friends and other podcasts and reading, I am not alone. It was an epic year in many regards. And as I reflected on this year, and I'm sure I will do more of it as we have more rainy days here and, and the year is slowly winding down. But specifically, as I reflect on these past 100 episodes, most of which were published this year. In fact, it took me over a year to get them all out to you unheard of. I'm tempted to say this year was a blur, a waste, a disruption, something out of the ordinary. I could use it as an excuse for a bunch of things. As a friend likes to say, a hall pass. I could just give myself a hall pass for this year. Or I could feel extremely guilty because I wasted it. I had all this time at home, extra time that I didn't have to commute. And I didn't use it towards anything measurable. Like, I could have learned easily another language. I could have written a brand new website. Maybe even start a second podcast. And I definitely could have read more books. And depending on the day, I drift back and forth between either guilt or excuse. But what if I got it all wrong? What if we have it all wrong? What if this year... My last 100 episodes, your projects, your non-progress, and all the other activities that you did this year, and you probably can't even remember them. What if we need to look at it differently, with a different lens, a more magnified lens, a Zoom lens, maybe? And I thought about workshops, seminars, live events many of us have gone to before, before this year, 
maybe sponsored by our employers, our churches, or out of our own pocket because we want to improve ourselves. Those events are always intense. Tons of information packed into each day, into every hour often. So much is happening. New people, new places, information that lights us up, gives us sudden clarity and ideas. We take notes and more notes and our brain spills over with everything we want to do as soon as we get back home. But once we do get back home, 90% of the information we found so inspiring is forgotten within the first few days. The notes shelved somewhere, maybe 10% stays, changes us because we make a change as a result of the workshop, but why so little, if at all? I think it's because we don't take time to review the material, the notes we took, the information we felt we needed to follow up on. I know from my own experience, I've been to many workshops. I don't ever recall myself sitting down afterwards at home to digest everything, to make a plan, to research more. Instead, we go back to normal and we forget. The excitement is gone, but so are the ideas we had that we wanted to try out. Earlier this year, over Labor Day weekend, I went up into Oregon with a friend. We visited Crater Lake, which is the deepest lake in the United States, I, something I didn't even know. We also visited the lava tubes that are nearby. I learned a lot on this trip, from reading flyers and signposts, but I also had a ton of questions, especially how these lava tubes were formed. I was interested. On the way back home, we drove miles and miles back into California, and we still saw fields covered in huge black lava rocks. People had their properties on them. They were fenced in. And when I got home and I unpacked, I left all those flyers that I took from the park prominently on my desk so I would remember to research about these topics and the questions that, that were so front of mind for me while I was there. It was hard, and it took me quite a few days, because as soon as my normal life swallowed me back up, the trip was forgotten, the inspiration and the curiosity gone, just like with these workshops and seminars that we go to. And somehow, I feel that we've been given 2020 as a year for review, to zoom in. Prior, every day was a workshop of some sort, always on the go, doing, learning, listening. And while I had moments where I made time to let it all sink in, these moments were not nearly enough. And I see that now. I plowed along, because that's what I'm good at. But I didn't stop to look back at all that plowing. Just think about 600 episodes. So much content. I put it all out there every week, regularly. But I don't think there is a lot of people out there that go back to episode 120, decide to listen to it. So the question is, what am I going to do with my 600 episodes? Am I going to continue plowing and do another 600 episodes? Or am I going to do something different? Let me give you another example. I used to be a gym rat, and many of you know this. I was in the gym almost every day of the week, except weekends, because I was out climbing. But when I wasn't climbing, I also went to the gym on weekends. In my mind, I needed all those workouts. Yet now, I still work out, but much less and less weight-focused. 
I walk more. I do more yoga. But my weight workouts are on the lighter side because I don't have access to all those machines that I used to rotate through on a weekly basis. And guess what? I still feel great. My body looks less bulky, but still looks good, toned. So basically, I get the same result as before, but in a different, less intense, less productive kind of way. Just listen to how those two statements sound. I went to the gym today to do an hour and a half long leg workout. Or I took an online yoga class today at home in my living room. Doesn't the first statement sound so much more productive? You can visualize me working out hard in the gym, pushing those weights, can't you? Versus my yoga workout at home, it sounds kind of lame, doesn't it? It didn't appear to require nearly the same amount of effort as going to the gym and sitting in all those machines and pushing all that iron around. And let me even compare it to a walk, which I do every day. I spent at least an hour walking. But, of course, nobody knows what kind of walk I went on. This could have been an hour-long walk up and down steep hills, having me completely out of breath. I know I have not been out of breath after most of my gym sessions. What I'm trying to illustrate with this example is appearance is not everything we should use to judge something. I notice you will not appear as productive to many people, But let me ask you something. What have you learned about yourself, your life, your family? What conclusions have you drawn? What insights did you get during those many idle hours in the afternoons when it was quiet in your house and in your neighborhood? What new hobbies, habits, activities, routines have you started, tried out this year? What minor, almost insignificant changes have you made? Want to hear one from me? And I only started this recently, but I decided to take action on one thing every time I listen to an inspiring podcast. Almost every day I'm out there walking, and almost 100% of the time I listen to podcasts while I walk. Sometimes I take notes when I hear something that inspires me, but rarely because I do like to enjoy my surroundings and I do not want to have my head over my phone while I walk. But the podcasts I listen to are all, for the most part, interesting and informative and there's always something I learn, but there's hardly ever anything I follow up on and I want to change this. It's definitely something minor, but before I listen to podcasts, to check them off. Now I want to listen to them because I want to become a better person. I want to actually implement some of the information that I hear. Podcasts to me are not just another thing to get done anymore. Reflection, quiet time, thinking time. I know many people do a lot more of that these days. This is Zoom time. Walking and thinking, doing yoga, breathing, meditating, reading while you're on the couch, It's all time that doesn't look productive because we don't have anything to show for it. At least not as measurable as an hour-long workout in the gym. Before, I did a lot more in a given day. But much of that doing wasn't anything of value, really. 
getting dressed, putting on makeup, driving to work, being at work, driving home, stopping at the grocery store, the gym, etc. I'd come home and I feel like it was a productive day. But was it really? Or did I just do a lot? Cover miles, visit different places, listen to five podcasts along the way, and all this gave me a sense of productivity. What did you zoom in on this year? Other than the people that you met with online, on Zoom, what did you zoom in? You personally. I know your home and your family, for sure. Think of all the closets you cleaned out this year, all the refreshing. Remodeling, repainting, refurnishing, repairing that you did. Think of all the extra time you spent with family, people online, maybe cooking, gardening, knitting, doing yoga, walking out there, getting your exercise in, and thinking. Did you think about food more this year? I know I did. Because I was for the first time almost 100% in control over my food. No more catered lunches showed up in the office and people with snacks at their desks that tempted me. No more party or dinner invitations, lunch or coffee meetings. It was all me. My grocery runs, my plans for cooking dinner, my decisions on eating times and snack choices. And then even my sleeping time. It was all needed, all necessary, all Part of the zooming in on our life that we needed to do this year. All the doing before, maybe the non-doing, the idle time, the less flashy looking work. It belongs just as much. It's all part of our life. A productive life and a thoughtful and purposeful life. And maybe this year was needed because we've been only on the go before. Go, go, go. Do, do, do go here and go there, and because we never took the time to zoom in on what matters to us, what's important, what, what, what do we want to learn from this workshop of our life. So let me ask you again, what have you changed your mind on this year? Like I did with my workouts, the way I listen to podcasts, the people I want to keep close to me. What perspective has changed for you? in terms of priorities, for example. What values have moved into the foreground for you? Health, maybe? Friendships? A calmer, more patient approach? Maybe the need for more reading time, more gardening time, more volunteering time? What small changes have you made? What different approaches are you taking? When I look back, so many examples come to mind. Here are a few more. Instead of getting my steps in, which I try to do every day, I take at least one long walk a week with a friend, where the purpose is not to get my steps in, although I do look at it, but the purpose really is to connect with this person. With much less face time, with all my friends here in the Bay Area, I had a chance to really evaluate which friends mean more to me than others and this reflected in me making an effort to see those people, to reach out and schedule walking time because you couldn't just meet up for coffee or dinner anymore. By spending more time at home and being around my roommate more, I have 
come to really appreciate my apartment and my roommate, who's quiet and kind, something I failed to appreciate before, to even recognize. And in the many hours fretting over my podcast, my inability to kick out three or more episodes a week, I'm actually still thinking about my podcast, but in a less get-it-done kind of way. I'm considering new approaches. I think about different strategies. I, I'm really trying to think about its place in my life and what I want to do with it. More than just kicking out the episodes. What do I really want to use this podcast for? These examples appear insignificant, unproductive, maybe even meaningless. But only on the surface. Because this time is needed to digest, to learn, to make changes, to figure out what matters to us. And it's only when we become still that this is possible. And becoming still and idle and without a plan and an agenda, it's what we should do more regularly. 2020 just gave it to us all of a sudden. And yeah, it lasted so much longer than we thought. Good. I am grateful for this year. For almost nine months, I had a chance to work from home. Nine months I was free of the pressure that started every weekday with the sound of my alarm and ended with me falling exhausted into bed. Nine months of more time for myself, time that I needed. And it's not yet the end of the year, not quite. And these are some of the thoughts that are going through my mind as I reflect on this year and ultimately my last 100 episodes. And that is what I want to leave you with as you reflect on this year. Think about what changed for you, maybe in a less obvious way, a less apparent, less productive, less measurable way. I know you will come up with a lot and I encourage you, write it down. Take some time, one of these quiet afternoons, and write some of these insights down because I'm truly afraid that soon we are going to be back to normal and we will forget about this year. We'll maybe check it off as the wasted year when really it wasn't wasted. I am certain of that. So I encourage you, capture those thoughts that you have, your reflections, so you can go back to them in 2022, 23, in 10 years. And you can see all the insights this year gave you. And with that, my friends, I want to say thank you for your time for listening. Maybe you did not listen to all my past 100 episodes, but even if you just listened to one like this one, I want to thank you for being with me on this journey, a journey that is going to continue. I have already kind of been taking time off. My episodes have come out kind of irregularly, but I really want to officially take some time over the next few weeks. I don't know yet how long, but I want to come out and come back with a slightly modified Quest for You podcast. And what that will look like, I don't know yet, but I need some time to figure it out. Please remember that you can stay in touch with me. I do publish a newsletter every other Monday. In fact, today I just sent it out. And that's a way that you can stay in touch. You can hear about what's going on in my mind. It's very brief and it's inspirational. I often get responses from people on my newsletter. I already got a couple today and I just sent it out a few hours ago of people 
finding it inspiring. So please stay in touch with me with the newsletter. You can subscribe to it by just going to my homepage, questforyou.com. I won't be gone for long. I love this podcast. It's my mission to help you bring out the best in yourself and to reach your potential. 600 is the end of the 500 series, but it's also a beginning of a new series, the 600 series. And I can't wait to be back with new episodes, whatever they will look like. We don't know yet, but I promise you I will work on it and it will be something that you will find useful. So stay tuned and stay in touch with me. You can always reach me on questforyou.com or on my Instagram where I've also kind of slowed down a little bit, but I'm there. With that, enjoy your holidays and have a great end of the year, reflective end of the year. Much love.